We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to DC. Welcome into Burgundy and Gold today. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, who literally just. You know what happened to Chase Ruye on on Sunday, right? He, he <laughs> fell off of the of the uh, medical table in Detroit, ended up being injured. You just almost did that right here. It was awful. Uh, but look, you're a former football player. Did you see Linnell's athleticism there, Matt? The ability to catch himself, uh, and it obviously did not hit the deck. But boy, that was close. I got to be better than that. No, but these chairs are terrible. Yeah, they're. I mean, awful. We've talked about it a lot. These chairs are pretty awful, especially for us old people that come in here. All right. Um, we got a lot to get to today. Um, last night, if you were a Commanders fan or are a Commanders fan, watching the Eagles trying to, I don't know, maybe make yourself feel better about week three, God, I hope you turn the game off early. Uh, because, <laughs> Or just watch the second half when they didn't seem to do much. But boy, yeah. really good start for Philly last night. Uh, the place was lit, as the kids say, like you do, Linnell. Uh, and, you know, look, they're better. I mean, Here's two things that I heard a lot of in the offseason. I was like, okay, we'll see. Tua Tungavailoa is a different guy. Okay, I'll see. Yeah, check so far. Check. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Jalen Hurts is much better. Check. Okay. It's yes. real. They're true. Both of those things are true uh, so far, no doubt. And by the way, other thing I heard here was Carson Wentz and his offense are going to be good. And that's true, too. Uh, much better than we thought to this point. Yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm shocked about I'm all over the place. I've been telling you before we started. I'm emotionally scarred. You are. And you attached are. You are. to this group still. Yes. So my mind is kind of all over the place right now. I'm trying to be professional, mm-hmm. collect all my emotions, and still talk in the manner. But I want to yell. I want to yell. I want to get upset because right. I haven't gotten the opportunity to do this yet. Oh, because you weren't here yet. I had to sit and listen. You know, right. listen to you Sunday. and Doc. Right, and, right, right. you know, and I'm thinking, like, man, retweet. Like, favorite, hashtag. I agree with everything you guys were saying. But then to watch last night, it makes me feel even worse because I know <laughs> what's about to happen on Sunday. See, I, I'm not as scared about I think division games are, you know, I think it's different. Um, last year, this team was overmatched twice against Philly and, and had chances in both games. And this is team, I think it's uh, better offense, obviously. There's going to be a lot of emotion. Like, a lot of it's going to deal with, like, does Carson not get out of himself, right? Like, does he not just kind of buy into all the BS? Right. Um, which he didn't do in week one with Doug Peterson standing on the other sideline. It really, frankly, I mean, a lot of this Eagles stuff has changed. He's two years removed from it now. But yet, it's, it look, starting tomorrow uh, in Philadelphia, this is all it's going to be about. Like, chance to stick it to Carson Wentz, I'm sure. I'm sure he's going to be the guy that they have requested to be on the conference call for the Philadelphia media. Uh, he's going to be, you know, inundated with that kind of stuff. It's going to be a huge story, and, it, and of course it is. Not as big as, say, uh, you know, in November when he has to go up there on Monday Night Football, but it's going to be pretty big. First time against those guys. 
So, yeah, you, you know that's going to be again. Jalen Hurts is playing well. Jalen Hurts now makes them look really smart. I that's mean, what I was going to say. He's making them look really smart uh, the way he's playing. He's still, he's still a huge run threat. He's a strong guy. They had a great uh, piece, as you saw last night, on just how, how strong he is. I mean, my God, squatting 600 pounds. That's ridiculous. I never as a did quarterback? that. <laughs> as a quarterback. It's nuts. That's nuts. That's why I was trying to explain to somebody yesterday. We were trying to – I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but you say that, that <laughs> Taylor Heineke could play that way. And I was like, are you crazy? Oh, God. No, he cannot. <laughs> He's not. Jalen Hurts who that is was. a physical specimen you know, that plays quarterback, right? I mean, he is strong. And, you know, that year at Oklahoma, man, that was big for him. Playing yeah. with Lincoln Riley in, in more of a passing-oriented offense. Help refine some of his skills, Made man. Made him a draft pick, quite frankly. I don't think he's a draft pick, at least not you know in the first two days prior. You know, it was day two pick. Uh, if he doesn't play at Oklahoma, the guy's a champion in, in Alabama, has been a leader wherever he's been. You know, they look, the Eagles look really smart. Now they're going to have to pay him in the offseason. Oh, they're going to pay got him break, a lot of money. Got breaking news, Scotty. Commander yeah. just, just signed a veteran center, Nick Martin. Nick Martin, I know. So him. he's got 62 starts. He played for Houston in Vegas. Chase Rouillet is heading to IR, by the way, too. I think that's that sucks. Uh, it, it sounded like yesterday after we got off the air that that sounds like a season ender, yeah. possibly. Now, so now really that's, that's two years in a row for him. And yeah. what a story he was! He was six round draft pick. Yeah. He played really well last year. He did. The first two games of this season, I thought he was horrendous, but I all, it makes sense. He's yep. not healthy, clearly, uh, struggling to anchor and stuff like that. But I want to hit on something you said. So yet, last night, the Monday night football game didn't make you more antsy for Sunday. Doesn't, doesn't put fear in your heart. Because I think after watching, well, first of all, I don't have to play, so I'm never. Right. I mean, <laughs> right, you know, right, let right. me explain to people. It's still a job. Right? Right, like right. I, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to cry on the air. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, throw crap or anything like that after the game. But yeah, I mean, look, Philly. What, what I think is more of a concern for me is how green is the stadium. Yeah, I mean, I really seriously because I thought week one they actually had a home field advantage for the first time in a long, long time at FedEx Field. I'm not so sure. I would. Put anybody's money on that um, on Saturday or Sunday? Excuse me. I just have I no idea how they keep this game close. I don't. I don't see oh. based off what I've seen in the first two weeks. Yeah, specifically listen. last week. Well, look at Philly. They've still had these lulls. As much yardage as they put up last, they didn't score in the second half, right? Right. Minnesota's defense got smarter as the game went on. If Philly moved the ball, uh, they turned it over obviously as well, which didn't help it. Look, th- this happened last year. Like they put up all kinds of yardage against right. the Commanders. Or excuse me, Washington Football. Uh, in that Tuesday nighter when when they had like nobody available here, uh, and Garrett Gilbert played quarterback, and then they had the second game, which was the game where they were driving late, had a chance to win, did the did the uh, football team, and then they obviously they throw the pick. Um, Heineke gets picked in the end zone, I believe it was. So, yeah, I think they get, and this is a better team. AJ Brown, I, that's what concerns me more than anything. Yeah. It's really the AJ Brown part of it. Um, the know, other guys, you're gonna have to spy on. Obviously, you're gonna have to account for the quarterback every play. Hopefully, get Cam Curl back Play for faster. this week. Oh, that'd be it'd be huge. It, it would be huge to get him back this week, no question about it. They could they could use him uh, and Forrest to the field at the same time. Yeah, with McCain. But look, we'll we'll get into it later as the show rolls on. I don't even think it matters who's out there personnel wise. It's an effort, attitude, mentality thing for me, man. But well, it's an assignment thing according to the coach. Yeah. Now, interesting. I will say this, and I know nobody remembers this after the games. We just remember twenty two in the first half. Three and out, first Detroit drive, field goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, they have the big run. They get zero points out of that. Fourth down stop, yep. They get a fourth down stop, zero points. But the offense basically turns it over by giving up the safety. Mm-hmm. Then you have the crappy, you know, free kick to get return coverage is horrible. I want to ask you this. Why the hell is De'Ami Brown playing on punt? If he's scared to catch the football. Well, if he's active, he's got to play special teams. Yeah. So <laughs> You can't, he's not like sitting, standing on the sidelines as a six receiver, waiting for somebody to go down with injury. I mean, I'd better I off doing I mean, that. I, you gotta, you've got to figure out a way to use him, or just make him inactive. I mean, frankly, I mean, but you know, to me, the, the special teams coach, you know, Nate, Nate Katzwer has got to be the happiest guy that <laughs> Jack Del Rio is still on the staff because right. he gets ripped daily, and everybody's ignoring how crappy the special teams have been here. It's I mean, awful. You know, you say what you want about Dax Mill, and he's new at this, and he's never maybe going to be great at it. But, God, he gets hit on the 15-yard line every Tough. time he tries to come out, you know. And, I mean, my advice to him would be just take a knee. I mean, don't kill yourself, you know, and just save it for the punt returns. And, you know, punt return, he had a good one, and then he had the stupid fair catch on the five-yard line, which is a big no-no. I mean, yeah, he's so. – you can't make bad decisions back there. That's my whole thing. Yeah, like, no, I doubt, no doubt. And that's – you know, they've got to be better with that. And, you know, you're, you're, ex- you're missing an extra point. I mean, 
Jeez, I mean, it's just to compound things. But yeah, I mean, the special teams have been crappy through two weeks. Uh, in that you know that regard, with returns, uh, you know, coverage has been okay outside of that <laughs> breakdown on Saturday or Sunday, rather. I mean, it felt like they they almost ran two back on Sunday. It felt like yeah, man. Sunday was bad. The big one was on the free kick was the the worst of them all. But, I, I blame Deami Brown for being. But I look there. at uh, yeah, I look at Philly. You know, like I did before, they're still the team that's probably there's definitely with Dak Prescott's injury favorite to win the division. Um, for a half last night, they looked like an NFC contender. I, I, I thought mean, they looked like an NFC contender. I, then at the second half, I was like, eh, it felt like they of... took their foot off of the gas. When they were at their their apex, they were moving up tempo. And, yeah, and if weird. that's what they want to do, and if that's their like game plan that they're right. going to go with, they good luck stopping them. Bit. They might have run out of gas. That's for sure. But you know, look, they also probably read the room. They saw you know we, what we've seen before: the right. eight car in prime time. <laughs> um, Throwing it to the wrong team, and and yeah. you know, and, and Kevin O'Connell, who was oh, he's a coach of the week last week, he's so smart, and now he looked like a moron last night. I mean, where was Dalvin Cook in this offense last night? I mean, they didn't give him the ball; they just gave up. They abandoned the run really early. They panicked, uh, you know, and they tried to drop back a ton. And you yeah, know. Kirk Cousins can't be your leading rusher. No, I'll, that's I'll say that horrific. And you were saying this as we were getting ready. It's not like Philly jumped out to this lead that was insurmountable no, where you had to stop running nothing. the ball. It was fourteen. Yeah, I you mean, know, it fourteen seven. Yeah, like. Fourteen seven. It was like they spazzed out, and it just didn't make any sense to me uh, how they played that game last night. But hey, you know, it's you know Philly's got the short week. Hopefully, they'll be you know pumping themselves up all week. And <laughs> yeah, you know, hopefully. They're probably laughing at the commanders or seven point six and a half point favorite coming in, right? Already, yeah. Yeah, six and a half point favorite. So, uh, look, they're not going to be freaked out. They're going to look at their Detroit game versus the commanders' Detroit game and probably feel pretty good about their chances coming in here uh, to you know to move the ball and uh, score a lot of points. But, yeah, I mean, I think you know, from the commanders' end, you got to worry about yourself. And, you know, certainly – they knew going in what this week was going to mean for Carson Wentz and, yeah. and all that hoopla, which we're going to have to deal with. So they're just like Philly. Just seems like they're just like the polar opposite of us, right? There, Howie Roseman is aggressive in free agency. He loves his roster. They knew they were a couple pieces away from being a serious contender. So instead of sitting on their hands, they went and, got, and tried to get better. You know, it's funny because he used to not always be that way. If you listen to Brian Mitchell down the hall there. <laughs> When he was there, like Howie Roseman always bragged about how much cap space they had. Right. Like, well, who cares? I mean, you don't win a trophy for cap space. It's nothing. I mean, I, I kind of feel like I'm like wondering about Dallas this year is like, you know, they have these injuries. You're like, they have the most money of anybody by like three times in terms of revenue. Mm-hmm. They have a t- they had $12 million in cap space. Like, why aren't they spending it? This team is on a tighter cap, but they still have some money to go out and get some veterans. And again, you, we've talked about this last week. With the injuries and the D line with losing Mathis, they brought a guy who never played in the NFL in an NFL game this week. They already released him. <laughs> um, they bring in a guy this week you remember from last year. And I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. The guy they brought in yesterday, uh, Hassan Ridgeway. Yeah. Ridgeway, you say that he actually made plays against. Him. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Cool. He gave uh, <laughs> he gave Keith Ishmael fits. Yeah. I and, remember. And now they brought in this guy Martin today. At least he's played in the NFL. Now it's been a while. Yeah. Been a while since he's actually played, but at least he started 62 games in his career. You got to you know you got to have a backup. That you can trust, right? That can actually do that. Hopefully, this week you don't have to see him. But the, the reality is, with Wes Schweitzer, yeah, he never seems to be able to play a long period of time without being hurt. Poor man's Brandon Sheriff. I think he's about to earn that nickname. He's a hell of a player, though. No, he is a hell of like, a player. I love what he does oh, in the offseason, not lifting weights, climbing trees, and all that. I love it. He comes out, he plays like a badass, but like you said, he can't stay healthy. No. But the thing about the Eagles, though, man, like we were talking all offseason, like everything was going to be on Jalen Hurts if he could take the next step. Yeah. <laughs> through two weeks, Scott. He looks like he's, he's damn sure taking the next step. He looks yeah. like a legit NFL quarterback. Last night, some of the stuff he did was just impressive. Not because he's doing anything that's like reinventing the wheel. He's very accurate. Too. Yeah, it's the fact that he's doing it. You know, yeah. we, I didn't think he had this ability as a passer. I, yes. I had no clue. And like you just mentioned, the accuracy was on point. Well, last year the last the last taste of Jalen Hurts we had was that Buccaneers game. It was oh, awful, just terrible, and they yeah. couldn't throw the ball, and they were just a mess. And it was, it was kind of fitting that Buck and Aikman were doing the game last night because they did that game last year. Mm-hmm. Of course, Troy and, and Joe were very upset they didn't get to do the Cowboys game, which <laughs> they mentioned at least five or six times during that broadcast. So funny, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, so last night, you know, Aikman, you could tell, he was like really like, wow, Jalen, you know, because he saw the difference mm-hmm. in the player that, that uh, you know, people thought he was hard on, but he was just being – he was honest about it. I thought he was dead on last year. So he looks better, and that's, that's great. I mean, to me – like I said, two of the biggest offseason, like it almost felt like a PR campaign, <laughs> you know, because of A.J. Brown and some of these other guys tweeting about him all the time and how angry they got when 
you know, one one person dare say he had a bad day. He wasn't saying he was a bad quarterback. He just said a bad day. You right. know, it happens. We talked about Carson Wentz's bad days all the time here. Uh, yeah. This in in practices and stuff. It hurts. He's been he's been on point so far, and you know it's up to the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, it's up to the Commanders, <laughs> the commanders and that defense damn defense to get him uncomfortable this weekend. And maybe it's just up to those few individual players who had those blown assignments uh, that we found out about yesterday <laughs> uh, to to make it happen. You talking about during the nineteen minute word salad that uh, Ron Rivera gave to the to the DC media very, yesterday? Very uh, very uh, extensive uh, conversation. I, I don't ever sessions. remember a guy giving nineteen minutes. You probably couldn't get 19 minutes out of Bill Belichick for the entire week in, in, in uh, New England, and that's not fun either. I'm not, you know, I wouldn't yeah. want to cover that. And again, I, I don't think, and I think it's some of it just comes off very defensive about the staff, um, about hey, you know, you know, the scheme, right? It's very, very defensive about that part of he it. He should be. He should be, especially when you have complete autonomy and you chose to sit on your hands and now everything that happened last year is coming to fruition again. Right. You should feel a little pissed off and ticked off because you're not right. And and I think that's – were they banking on themselves? Like, did they think that they knew more than the rest of the National Football League? I can't believe after as poor as this defense played last year. I'm not even – like, now that I've gotten some, some, uh, some time to decompress, I'm not even surprised about what happened against Detroit. This is what we saw last year. Detroit is a competent offense. We saw it against Philadelphia. Like, you, you can't continue to do the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. And, like, it's so infuriating how arrogant they are. And that's what gets me. And that's the word I'm going to stick with. Arrogant. Arrogant. Yeah. Like, well, complacent is another one um, that comes to mind. I said this in the offseason. I was like, it is incredible for a team that went back-to-back seven wins how few real roster battles were, right? Like, how few yeah. roster battles uh, were out there. All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We'll get it's burgundy gold today. Got a lot of other things to get to, get to as well, including the defense. Yeah, can we actually get to uh, the defense next? The, let's break down some of the things that broke down the defense <laughs> against the Lions. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll get to some phone calls here in a little bit as well. And um, Jamin Davis is on social media, everybody. He's picked up where uh, Jack Del Rio has left off, apparently. Something about that defense. All right, something about defensive players, very defensive. All right, we'll get to that straight ahead. <laughs> Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham. It is Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Burgundy Gold today, Team 980 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham with you today. The DOC be back with us tomorrow. All right, so we were talking about the Commanders. They've got the Eagles coming up. We'll talk about the Bills later on. They were pretty good last night. Yeah, so say the least. By the way, here's a dorky fantasy football note for you that Uh nobody cares about except for me. (laughs) Uh, I was playing a guy who had Josh Allen and Derrick Henry in his lineup. He got within two points. Fourth quarter, guess who's on the bench? Josh Allen and Derrick Henry. Thank you very much. Did you win? Yes, I did by two points. Okay, that's great. Because of uh, some coaching decisions that I approved of. Uh, (laughs) Mike Vrabel just waving the white flag, and obviously the Bills like, why are we going to put our starters out here for the fourth quarter? This is over. So anyway. Thankful for that happening because I should have been cooked, to be honest with you. we'll, We'll talk about it later, but the Titans stink. Yeah, they're really they're bad. So bad. They're really bad. And it almost, by the way, felt like they threw poor Malik Willis out there just to get the fans in Tennessee, like, to get off of the uh, Malik bandwagon for a while. Like, okay, he's not quite ready, people. Yeah. Here's the proof. You know, we're going to throw him to the wolves right here. Which wasn't really fair, but anyhow. All right, so the horrid defensive start. Um, yeah. You wanted to get into this. Because I want to give more. out blame. Uh, out here over the last season. Well, it's a couple, just a couple guys. Here I'm ready to finger point. I'm totally point. ready to finger point. Well, I mean, point. look, Jack Del Rio takes the brunt of the blame, clearly, uh, as he has, you know, really since last season. Uh, for a lot of our fans, they wanted they wanted to be out of the Jack Del Rio business last year. Uh, certainly, that the noise that heated up in June for the comments off the field, uh, the dust up, and then the Twitter deletion after that, after he did... By the way, tweet something out about freedom of speech and then deleted it <laughs> like, you know, well, like Jamie Davis. Anyway. Right. So, yeah. Like one of those millennial kids. So thoughts on this. Uh, you, you brought up a good point to me earlier. They have 
Okay, so on the game, the Lions, again, this is with DeAndre Swift on one leg, right? We admit he was he was wounded, didn't play the full game. They had an interior offensive line that was missing three starters? Three. Three starters, yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah, right in the middle. Uh, still were able to gash you. But 50 yards came off one run. And by the way, a drive that did not end with points. Right. Uh, the touchdown run there, uh, the, the big DeAndre Swift run did not end with points because uh, they, they got stopped on downs, but then they got it back on the safety. But anyhow... So, you know, you're talking about just a few really horrific plays, and obviously the big play uh, later on um, from Brown, uh, and then, you know, the big pass play as well. So it is it is the big play. It's not unrealistic to say it's the chunk plays that are killing them because they did have a great third down percentage again. Early right. three and outs, early stops when they needed to. The bend don't break, didn't always break, but it's the chunk plays that are just killing them right now. And, those, and the chunk plays – are coming and Ron said it yesterday in his 19 minute presser. We'll, we'll get some sound from that later in the show as well. They're coming because a couple guys aren't doing their job. And like normally, when 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 coaches say that, I think it's just coach speak. Mm-hmm. But like with this situation, I think he's being very honest and very frank. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, it's not just guys not doing their job, Scott. It's a lack of effort, and like that drives me insane. Because it costs you nothing to go try. try. You're playing a child's game for millions and trillions of dollars, and you can't dive. You can't. You can't make an attempt on a guy. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And I, I never want to call out guys because you know you it eventually have like to work with. Them. To. I'm 100 percent prepared to do it. Kendall Fuller, my man, yeah. local kid, on the DeAndre Swift touchdown run. Yes. You could have given better effort than that. I don't know if they would have got a helmet to fit you for you to play on the field, but you 100 percent would have given better effort than that. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's him, uh, William Jackson the uh, third on Sunday not giving any effort. Jamin gives good good effort all the time, which is crazy. I never see fifty two jogging around, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Just in the wrong spot. Yeah, yeah. You know what they say though, Scott? If you're gonna make a mistake, make it fast. Exactly, make it fast. No, I didn't, no problem with that. I wanted to play fast. He's gonna have to play fast this week. <laughs> uh, he'd be the guy. I would say just follow. Follow number one around the field. I mean, that's your job. Don't even make it too complicated. Yeah, don't make it complicated. You, just, you see one, that's who you're chasing every play. Yeah. Just make it every play. It just frustrates me, though, Scott, because, like, it's the same thing we saw last year. And the big plays were prevalent last year, but they were happening more in the past game. Sure. This time it feels like it's all on the ground. But, like, it, it's it's deeper than everything on the, on the surface for me. This defensive line is supposed to be the best damn group on the field, Right. They're clearly not. Well, they're not. So I hope we stop that that narrative's dead. I'm not I'm trying yeah. to be sarcastic here. Sure. But the talent is still there, right? Well, listen, they were this year they're they're not highly rated in a lot of position groups when you do these breakdowns with with, with you know, at least NFL people, right? And the D, you know, the DVOA stuff, mm-hmm. but they ranked very highly, as you know, in the defensive line category, right? Like when they did the ESPN of their rollout right before training camp or the end of training camp. The defensive line was still highly rated, despite the crappy year they just had. It just shows how yeah. little the national media pays attention to what goes on in certain Well, markets. they get caught up in the numbers in front of the, yeah. the, the draft rounds, right? The numbers stunk, though, last year, Scott. No, but like, I'm saying the round. Okay, round yeah, yeah, yeah. Picked. Oh, the first rounder. First, I like this guy. So he's Scott, I feel guy. so stupid. All last week, once we found out that Detroit was probably going to be down Ragno, who's a former All-Pro, and then you're missing your other two guards. I said, oh, this is a time for this defensive line to feast. You're supposed to be one of the best units in football. You're going against a group that's wounded. I'll be licking my damn chops right now to go after and go against a backup. Instead, they come out flat. They get blown off the football multiple times. Certain stuff I just I have zero tolerance for. And like when it's your best players making mistakes, I guess like aren't we supposed to give them a mulligan? But then it's like no, you're not supposed to get a mulligan because you are one of the best players on this football team. Ron Rivera called him out yesterday. John Allen on the DeAndre Swift run, completely not in his gap, gets washed. Yeah. Stuff like that can't happen, though. No doubt. And my thing is, if you're Jack, if you got people doing the wrong things, if I'm coaching you to do one thing and you refuse to do it, how can I continue to put you back on the field? What message am I sending to the rest of the, not just the defense, the rest of the damn team? Well, it, as you know, at the defensive line, there's just not that many options right now. I mean, that's the other problem, right? <laughs> Whose not, fault is that? Right. Theirs. Right. But you're also, at this point, when you're losing two, two potential starters, right? Mm-hmm. You're without right now. Obviously, Chase is a starter. I guess Mathis is rotational. He's not really a starter, but he's a rotational guy. Uh, then you lose Wise, and then throw in who's the other guy that went down? Two Hill, right? So then mm-hmm. it's a little different. Like you have to play at that point. Whoever's available, he's playing. Right. <laughs> like you can't take guys off, unless you're going to play two down linemen. That's why I'm like when we're yeah. trying to place the blame here. Like it's it's so much to be divided. <laughs> the front office, which yeah. equals Ron Rivera, sure. Jack for allowing the incompetence to happen, and then the players for not playing hard. 
It'd be different if they or were blown. They're not playing smart, apparently. Exactly. So you can't do the both. Assignments are being blown, and this is the whole offseason. We were told, man, that second phase was so important the year before. And we didn't have it. We have it this year. It's Give so me much a damn better, break. And you're still having these breakdowns. So you you brought it up. So 108 yards on the ground of the 191, right? Mm-hmm. 108 came off two plays, a 58 yard um, St. Brown run. Then you had the 50 yard Swift run, which didn't even end in points, as we discussed earlier. So you you basically broke this down for me, the math. Thank you. Uh, 22 <laughs> for 83. There's three point out yards to carry. So, I mean, there are some good things, right? Mm-hmm. In certain situations, we mentioned third down defense has been terrific. And that's why I don't want to get lost, right? That's why I brought right. the, the, this number up. It's not all bad. And that's kind of what Ron and company are trying to say. Right. And that's what you have to say in week two because you can't be you can't throw as much as you want to be emotional. And that's your right as a fan, a talk show host, or, you know, whatever. Right. As a coaching staff, they have to exude a level of confidence, but be kicking somebody's ass when they're out here practice or in the meetings. Well, they're doing it in the they're... media. <laughs> they're kicking David's ass in the media, well, which is I, ridiculous. I, I think that is somewhat debatable, but here we go. Let me right. do this. They asked a direct question about Jamin Davis. He answered a direct question about Jamin Davis. Now, if your most unfavorite player is, I don't know, let's say Deron Payne or John Allen, then ask a direct question about them and see if we get a similar answer. Right. That's all I'd say. And yes, is it bad form to say some player is not doing what they're doing, whatever? I guess so. I mean... I don't know. I thought the guy actually came out and played pretty well immediately, which meant, hey, maybe the message wasn't such a bad thing. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe they felt like they babied him for a year, which yeah. they did, and nothing changed. So maybe kick it a little bit, you know, foot up the ass a little bit. Maybe it'll get a better result. I don't know. I mean, they have to know their player. They have to know what he responds to. Uh, we do know he likes to post things on social media after ASAC. Um, <laughs> I just hope someday he has a highlight reel of plays that he can share. A montage. Or yeah, a montage. I hope it's a montage of plays after the Philly game. That he can, you know, he can do the emoji middle finger to all of us. I don't right. care. I mean, I'm not insulted by that. Do it. I just think if it, if it works well. But yeah, I mean, I don't, look. So I, I heard Robert Griffin the other day. Of course, he's very touchy about that because <laughs> what happened to him when he was here. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Every every coach is different. Every player is different. You you've got to know how they're going to react to it, right? Like, is that going to help? Is it going to hurt them? All I know is this: they chose that player. Uh, he didn't have a ton of experience, and it's shown to this point. And they're going to have to ride with it because that was their decision uh, as a collective group to to make that pick for a guy who, again, did not play a lot of college football. Yeah, I'm still of the belief, though, that they were not in lockstep about the pick. And when I say they, right. I'm talking about Jack and Ron. Well, Jack is always quick to point out, and this is not untrue by him, and, and you can say it's excuse-making, what have you, but A, he doesn't get to pick a staff. Mm-hmm. He didn't pick the staff at all. Uh, B, he doesn't pick the players. He, he just coaches who shows up. Now – you could say, well, he needs to adjust to the co- the players he has, like William Jackson, for example, who he I don't played know, I, in the wrong place for a long time. And then, of course, the Buffalo Nickel, Landon Collins, again, one of the greatest mysteries of our time, that a player could dictate how he wanted to play for half a season. And then when they made the switch, the team got better. I, I still am of the belief that, like, I don't think Jack has as much power as we probably all think he does. And I, that's why I wanted to pose this question out there to the listeners. Yeah. Who deserves the blame for this defense being so bad right now? I'm probably going to come from a stance that I look crazy. I, I still be personally believe, based off of people I talk to, including you, okay. that Jack doesn't have full say-so to go out and make personnel decisions as far as benching guys and taking certain guys off of the field. I do know this. I know damn sure they didn't want to draft Jamin Davis. I think that was more of a Ron Rivera thing, fell in love with the character of the person and not about their ability. Yes. I think the military brat and all that falls in and factors into all of that. But you're at a point now, it's been a year, right? Last year, you kind of got a mulligan because you're like, he's a rookie. Yeah. We didn't know where to put him. You had all offseason to construct a plan defensively for Jamin Davis. Why is he still running around looking lost? Why is David Mayo? David Mayo, Scott, mm-hmm. is having to go play. Do you know as offensively? They played 16 snaps. When I see David Mayo, how many positive plays came out of those 16 snaps? Probably? Well, obviously one was a huge gaffe because he got stuck in coverage, right? And that's, that's the point yeah. I was about to make. Yeah. As, a, as an offense, it's a whole giveaway. I know, oh, well, if David Mayo's on the field, I'm throwing the football. I don't care what I have called in the huddle. Would you rather see John Bostick on the field? <sighs> Good gracious. The fact that he got cut by the New Orleans Saints, no one else picked him up. It's and you decided defense. to give him great defense. Yeah. Great defense. Very good defense. No one else wanted him. No, no. Why and do we continue to think that we're smarter than the other 31 teams when our record says we're not? 
All right, let's get to some calls coming up at three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. So you you are not blaming. You are the one person in town. Yes, the I, one person. The one. Per- I'm not blaming, not blaming Jack. Jack though, I'm really. not. Fascinating. Uh, okay. All right. I'll let you do that if you want to. You can die <laughs> on that hill. I'm not. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. We'll get to some calls next. Who should be taking the blame for the commander's defensive issues? If it were just a play or two here or there on Sunday, if that's (laughs) all it was, an assignment or two, uh, who would you put the blame on? Players, the coordinator, or the head coach slash decider? Ron Rivera. We'll get your calls coming up next. Uh, Scott Jackson, Linnell Willingham, Burgundy Gold today here on the Team 980 Streaming Live on the Free Odyssey app. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Burgundy Gold today, Scott Jackson and Nell Willingham. Your calls 301-230-0980. Um, we are talking about the defense. The defensive issues, and yesterday Ron Rivera laid it out. Talk about a breakdown here or there, player blown assignment here or there, those kind of things that are holding this defense back, and or at least held them back on Sunday against the Detroit Lions in week two. Obviously. If you're that sloppy this coming Sunday, you're going to get your ass run out of your home stadium. You probably are. You know, you're going to get run out because they have some big playmakers, starting with a quarterback. A.J. Brown looks really comfortable in that green. And he is uh, he is tough. And then, obviously, Devontae Smith showed you last night. He's still a big part of the offense as well. So they've got a lot of things going for him. Plus, Dallas Goddard, and we know this team doesn't cover tight I mean, even if they wanted to. Right. I'll say this. It's Tuesday. Yeah. Just took the first break of the show or second break of the show. Yeah. Trying to collect all my thoughts. I have zero confidence in this team beating the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. I want to be the first one to stand up and say it. You have to be the last, though. If you're a caller and you don't agree with what I'm saying, clearly we're not watching the same product on Sundays. And I know well, it's only been one week. You're also falling under the recency bias because this is the last game you saw. It was the bad one because do remember the defense actually performed pretty well the previous week. Correct. Yes. Again, The, the offense gave them the ball, the Jags. Short fields twice. Right. Two touchdowns, right? Correct. They were short fields. I, I know nobody wants to remember this. I've also had people tell me this is the worst first half they've seen with the team ever. And I was like, you didn't watch any of the games last year? <laughs> right. You didn't see 42-0 in freaking Dallas? I, I remember that. It's, <laughs> I have nightmares about that flipping game still. But anyway, 
So I get it. I mean, I, and again, this is what you young people are supposed to do. So you have to be emotional. <laughs> you have to have a, you I mean, know. I'm wearing it on my sleeve, Tweet Scott. it out. Put it on your Instagram, man. Whatever. Put, do a TikTok with it. I don't care. <laughs> uh, whatever. Let's get to calls. So let's talk to, uh, and, and again, Linnell's position is this. He is a Jack Del Rio defender. I don't know if he's angling for a job, what the hell's going on here, but he's defending Jack Del Rio, and that's fine. I don't think it's an unreasonable, crazy point to say, hey, the Bucks stops a run. This is more of a run issue than it is a Del Rio issue. 100%. However, Del Rio is the defensive coordinator, assistant head coach. He gets, you know, he gets paid very nicely to coordinate a defense at a high level, which he is uh, not done, at least in week two. Uh, so we'll get to your thoughts on that. And obviously last year was a debacle. Uh, Rod in uh, Landover, go ahead. You're uh, first up this afternoon on Burgundy Gold today. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, Rod. What's going on, buddy? Hey, man, I, man, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Man, I give them 0% chance to win this game. Zero. Now, let me tell you something, man. They played Detroit. They was down 22-0 to Detroit. Detroit had, like, three offensive linemen that were out. They couldn't even they, – they, they had a running back with a bum ankle. Can you imagine if that dude ain't had no bum ankle, man? <laughs> I don't want to imagine. Ran for about 200 yards. I mean, the, the guy t- – he, he, he ran the ball five times for 50 yards. We couldn't stop Jacksonville the week before that. They averaged about seven yards a carry. They just wanted to prove that they had a good quarterback and they kept running the ball. <laughs> well, they, they fell behind, play. too. Right. They fell behind. Like every team in the league, they panic when they're down 2 nothing, which is, you know, two touchdowns is 2 nothing. but whatever. Man, look, this, 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 look, I put most of the blame on the defense. I mean, the coaches coach, players play, players make more, more money than the coaches. I, I look at it this way. These guys cannot get off blocks. It's like when a guy block them, they never get off the block. It's amazing. They gaping hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't tackle. They take bad angles. I mean, I don't know what's up with these angles. They, Who they is just, it? Is like, this Rod? Is this Rod? Rod, you sound like you know something about football, my man. I'm not going to lie. Everything that you just said, I, mean, I, mean, I have an issue with. Look, I've been, play, I've been playing PlayStation for years, man. You know, <laughs> 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 oh, Rod, that's, all right. that's beautiful. All right, thanks. I mean, for but the... it, don't, it don't take a rocket scientist to see what's going yeah. on, man. These guys, they, they, they can't tackle. They take bad angles. Yeah. They, 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 they don't get off blocks. I mean, they, they just blown assignments. Yeah. I mean, and this is every week. Hey, Rod, thanks for the call, buddy. Yeah. Good stuff. By the way, Jacksonville, to his point, 18 carries, 123 yards, almost seven yards a pop. And there wasn't that big 50-yard run. There was a 22 and a 27, which obviously changes the skew. But that's how it works for everybody, right? Uh, but, no, look, the run defense is a big concern. I mean, it's a big, 110 percent As bad as we all think the back seven can be, and yeah. they can be, uh, <laughs> the run defense is a big, big concern. All right. Um, good stuff from Rod, and thanks for working in the video game reference. Uh, Cliff in D.C., you're with us here next on uh, – Burgundy Gold today. Hey, good afternoon, Scott. Good afternoon, Linnell. Hey, buddy. Um, Linnell, I have to disagree with you. The team can beat the Eagles if they're coached in better position to make plays. Hold on, hold on. Can I, Cliff, and I I never like to do this because I love to let callers defend themselves, but when you start crazy, Cliff, Cliff. They can beat them. It's a week-to-week league. Anybody can be had. Come on, let's be real. But what you saw on Sunday, how was that anything of the coaches? How was that the coaches' fault? I want to know what you saw on Sunday that's a coach issue. Well, number one, in the offseason, they moved Cole Holcomb out of his comfort zone to put him at Mike Linebacker. Does no one he's else will come sign Mike here? He's not, a true, he's not a true Mike Linebacker. Why would you bring Bostic back if back in 2020 when the defense was supposed to be ranked number two and Bostic does get, get in the backfield quick, why isn't Cole Holcomb getting that same production as he was when he was playing on the outside? And here they just signed John Ridgeway, who was a rookie. They just cut another rookie, Donovan Jeter, they don't get a lot of draft picks from the first start. Hell, they could have kept them players and coached them up. So when next year's draft come, they'll already have two rookies that they got this year. To have a plan. As well, and they could just coach them up. And I'll sit back and listen. All right. Thanks for the call, Rob. Look, my thing is. Or Cliff, I'm sorry, it was Cliff. The, the, the coaching, yes, I understand. Like, moving Cole Holcomb was silly, right? But the whole thing is. But again, what was the your problem's option? deeper was, than that. But what's your other option? To put, you're not going to put Davis there, are exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> David no. Mayo? No, Milo Eifler? Come and, on. I don't know. I'd like, at this point, I mean, could, could, could Milo Eifler be that worse? He, he knows how to seriously, hit people. Seriously. Could he be that bad? He can't. And I, we, uh, we were talking about this bad? yesterday on the phone. Cole Holcomb's not a, probably not a starting NFL linebacker. 
folks. And I know we have this issue here in town locally where we inflate the talent of the guys on our roster. Newsflash, if Cole Holcomb was any damn good, he'd be somewhere else. Or he wouldn't be somewhere else. He'd be making more plays. When does Cole yeah, Holcomb make still plays? Um, look, the last last season, I thought he was making plays. He is not. This this has not been a, awful. Through two oh, weeks, I've barely two heard weeks. his name called. Yeah, bar- two weeks. It has not been good for the linebackers at all. Uh, but son- he's just not physically gifted to me to be a NFL linebacker in 2022. He can't run. He runs a good 40. He can't run. <laughs> well, he's not now because he's thinking too much. Exactly. You know, he's 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 now that might be processing. a coaching issue. Yes, that is what we call coaching. <laughs> But, again, I would agree that there's not options there, and then that goes back to Ron. off-season decision-making. The decider. Right. The decider's got to do it. Uh, let's get to Aaron and Clinton next. Aaron, go ahead. Hey, Scott, my man. Scott, my man. You, you're slaying me, man. Listen, yes. it, it's coaching, coaching, coaching. The defense have been letting receivers run past them, not just the last two games, not just last year, but the year before that. The offense have been calling bad plays. Look, on our offense, there's not a team in the NFL that can stop us if we utilize oh, our personnel correctly. <laughs> Anytime, I'm, I'm, listen, l- look at what they're doing. Dotson, he doesn't drop anything. Samuel's just a beast. We know about McLaren. I mean, we just create mismatches. Anytime we go into that bunch-up defense, and I understand they're trying to protect the quarterback, but how about quick look-ins? How about quick outs? You know, I don't understand why we're doing, you know, what we're doing. Double reverse, flea flickers. I mean, we're playing professional ball, not street ball. Last case. Last, 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 last case. So we talk about the coaching again. Who's our kick returner and who's our punt returner? Who did we have last year? Who's making the decision to bring this personnel in? How many years have we needed linebackers? This year? Last year? The year before? So (laughs) who's making those decisions? (laughs) That's all I have to say. Thanks, guys. The decider. Appreciate it. Yeah, the the decider. decider. Thanks, Nicole. It's it's frustrating. The linebacker thing is the funniest thing ever because, again, you have coordinator, head coach, linebackers. Talked about linebackers all offseason, said, yeah, we're going to look at it, look at it, look at it. Never did. Not touched it. I mean, it's just it's baffling. It's absolutely baffling. I, I can't. I wish I had an explanation for it. It's one of the wonders of the world uh, in the NFL for me right now. All right, we're going to take a timeout, 301-230-09. Keep the calls coming. Uh, Doug Farrar is going to join us at the top of the hour. Uh, he is actually doing a deep dive on yes. the commander's defensive issues, so we'll get to him uh, coming up on that as well uh, when he joins us. But if you're on the line, Lou, Steve, Tippy, hang in there. Bones, we'll try to get you guys in on the other side of this timeout here. Burgundy and gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, welcome back. Burgundy Gold today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. We'll talk to Doug Ferrars doing a deep dive on the commander's defensive issues uh, coming up at the top of the hour. All right, let's get back to some calls. Linnell is the Jack Del Rio defender in D.C. right now um, on the defense. Says, no, it's more about the players and the decider who brought in the personnel. I think that's fair. I think you could... Again, here's the correct answer, and we can just end calls right here. It's everybody's fault. <laughs> right. Okay? All of them have their own share. It's just like who gets more blame, I guess, is what we should say, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody has their hand in it, right? Like the players obviously have their hand in it, the head coach, the, uh, the, the uh, defensive coordinator, clearly. They all have their hand in it. All right, let's get to uh, Columbia next. Steve, thanks for waiting. 
Hey, 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 guys, how you doing? But no, let me, let me tell you why it's Jack Del Rio's fault. It's Jack Del Rio's fault because this has been going on for about two and a half years, right? He did not, when he accepted the job, if he didn't agree to the parameters, not having any input on player acquisition, right. the scheme, et cetera, he shouldn't have took the job. You're right. That's but fair. fair. Your, co- your co-worker, Doc Walker, has had some Smees come in who used to play in the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And one thing that they saw, like in the back seven, is that fundamentals, they're not fundamentally sound. Correct. Who's responsible for freaking fundamentals? Your not, coordinator. Not your the, no, it's that, no, it's the position right? coaches, well, the position not the coordinator. Okay, the other well, part, well, who, the other who part are of the position coaches? We never hear nothing about the position coaches. I don't even know who they are. Chris Harris. But evidently, yeah. Ron, so then, but, but I agree with you. It does go back to Ron ultimately because he chooses everyone. Correct. And this whole concept of having a coach-centric approach is crazy. You need a real GM who can look at that coach and say, look, we can have a healthy debate, but we're, we're going to do this. Yeah. Ron is not a GM, and he's really not a good coach, to be honest with you. He's a terrible so, coach. That's his cool record it is. shows that. Right, but Jack Del Rio isn't either. <laughs> right? That's why that's, that's why, why Scott said we need to just fight. end the show right now. There's, we should just pack the season <laughs> in because it's never going to get better. They all stink. That's not right. They, like, they, but they have had a history of guys, his teams the, tend to get better as the years go on. Yes. True or false? Oh, I, but that's, that's true. It even happened here. Yeah, it happened here last year. Even now. last year, with as limited as they were in a lot of areas, they got better as the year went on. Yeah. We I, can't wait. We can't wait that long. And they're probably having an ego fight. You know, Jack is probably real stubborn. Ron's stubborn. Yeah, yeah. Probably not even talking. The players are getting mixed <laughs> well, messages. Well, listen, I, I think the June thing has still got to be the elephant in the room. When you find a man that much yeah, money that and too. basically cut that his too. Twitter off on him, cut, his, cut a man's Twitter, um, <laughs> you know, that goes a long way. That's a tough real. one to come back from, and I, I don't know. And, and, again, he did the little defiant tweet before he signed off for good. I thought that was – It's messy. That really should have been the moment where – you know, they said this ain't this ain't happening. Like, this is over. I mean, you know, I told you to get rid of the Twitter, and you had to have the last say. <laughs> I mean, you know, and delete it like a like an eighth grader. You know what he said? You, you know, know, you know, Jack said, "Well, you have the last say in drafting Jamin." Yeah, right. I mean, it's just <laughs> I don't know. I but I agree. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I think that all that looks messy. And look, here's the other part of it that um, is on the defensive coordinator: the decision to where you're playing your corners. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody knows what Kendall Fuller's best at. He's not doing it though. Right. And this is, again, going back to like last year. But th- we got all caught up in this whole thing. Well, you know, Landon Collins, he doesn't want to be a linebacker. He doesn't want to play that close line. Well, tough. Do you want to play football or do you not want to play football? That's all. The whole thing about Kendall, simple. the whole thing about Kendall playing in the slot, though, Jack, like you need to have good foot speed. Kendall looks like he's regressed because he's getting older and he's slow. Well, now, <laughs> that, the interesting thing you bring up there is remember Kansas City, he was kind of playing safety, right? Like it was more of a safety Correct. position, right? With what they were doing there. So. Anyway, we do know this. The outside has not been kind. At all. At all. So. Even like, He had his little stretch last year, but right. that wasn't that good either. All right, let's get to Tippy next. Tippy, thanks for waiting. You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. Tippy. Did we lose Tippy? I think we lost him. Tippy gone. Yep. All right, let's, uh, where are we going next? You want to go to uh, Lou in Silver Spring? Lou. Lou, you with us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. Cool. Uh, Scott, miss, miss you and Smooter on the post-game show. Uh, We're still there. Quick. So, uh, <laughs> you yeah, can't I mean, say I, that. I, I, was, I was hearing Doc this, this weekend, but uh, uh, I'll You've got to look harder. I really, you know, I'm in an awkward position here. but uh, This is golden yeah, right yeah, yeah, It's an awkward position I'm in here, you know. But, yes, uh, it still exists. You just have to look harder. <laughs> yeah. You're the man, Scott. So I, 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 I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it on the on the Del Rio thing. Uh, I think obviously the blame goes all on Ron as being the head guy, but I think those tone deaf comments that he made, uh, you know, about the Black Lives Matter stuff with with a locker room full of black players. I mean, it doesn't get any more dumb than that. Who who is going to play hard for that guy realistically? So, but ultimately, yeah, it wow. really is on Ron. He didn't address our deficiencies in the off season. Um, you know, I want to know what you guys think about maybe uh, uh, going, you know, I know he's old, but somebody like Dante Hightower, get a get a real mic and move Holcomb back to the outside and see if that does anything. Possibly bring Landon back and put Juice back on, on the corner and, and then move Kendall to the slot. But thanks for taking my call, guys. Yeah, appreciate it, man. All right, thanks for the call. Uh, what did you, yeah, so. It's interesting. Dante Hightower, who was he released by recently? 
He actually signed this offseason? Yeah, and then got cut again. I think they brought him. They might have brought him back to New England. Yeah, and then, and then he got cut. So I don't know. If he if they don't think he can still <clears> play <throat> and that's the system he was the best in, I don't know. It's probably yeah. not it. Yeah, probably not. But there are other options, right? There are other players. The kid we there. were talking about earlier, the kid uh, Alexander Johnson from Denver. Yeah. PFF had him graded 83 through three games yeah. last year. And he tore his pack. But he hasn't gotten signed since. Some of these guys that are still free agents, and I want to know what you think about this. Do you think they're just way off on in financials? Could be that. It could be these players don't are waiting out a better opportunity. Yeah, right? like there could be that. Happen. There could be that as well. Uh, there also could be some of these guys aren't aren't physically healthy. Now, what you do normally get to see, and these things get leaked out, as you know, you're on Twitter all the time. Uh, like who the workouts are, who you bring in, right. so you know who teams have been at least looking at in person, right? You can still mm-hmm. be contacting agents. So that part of it, I, I didn't feel like there was a lot of activity last week for the commanders, which surprised me. Goes back to Ben Standing's piece. Maybe people just don't want to come here. Hey, Dwayne on Twitter wants me to tell you to calm down. He said, heard Dallas had zero chance to beat the Bengals with Cooper Rush as their quarterback. Bam. Uh, Jack does take blame for the defensive scheme, but Ron has to let go of the pride and stubbornness and reach out to all free agents who's better than the ones they have. Yeah, I just, yeah. again, I, I, I just they talked themselves into knots about this linebacker position in the offseason and did nothing about it. It's just weird. That's what I don't get. Just like, don't, are they being serious? Right. Like, I don't even know if I should even listen to any of the post games anymore, like <laughs> the post game comments about these things, because it just feels like. They say one thing and do the opposite. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know that that one. I still like. I need a greater explanation. Or maybe Doug will have an explanation. Maybe there's we something hope. great that's going on with our linebackers that we're missing. <laughs> uh, coming up next, Doug Farrar will join us. We'll talk about uh, his piece that he's got coming out on the deep dive into the Commanders' defensive issues. It is Burgundy and Gold today. Linnell Willingham, Scott Jackson, with you here. Team 90 streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 